Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. All right. Welcome to All Things Internet, a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet, and Emily fact-checks 99%, and I fact-check zero. And we're both gay, but not for each other. I think I'm nailing these intros. You're getting closer every week. I'm plugging in my mouse so that my computer doesn't shake. Oh, because you're going to annoy people if it shakes. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Every week. (laughs) Every week. How you doing, Emily? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing oh so swell. I'm so glad to hear that. (laughs) A little tired, but it's a lazy Sunday. So after this, I'm just going to go work some more. How fun. (laughs) You didn't send me my to-do list for today, but you knew I was tired, so you didn't. Yeah. Yeah, right. I'll send it to you after we get off this. Oh, happiness. All right. (laughs) Uh, sh- I mean, do we just jump into this? We just jump- we start with our Gwen segment? <laughs> Let's do our nod to my mother today. Okay, so we're going to start with uh, Weird Holidays again. I love Weird I have officially holidays. run out of squirrel and chicken facts, so yeah, <laughs> until I find more. Yeah, one day. We're going with the holiday. One, one day. day. <laughs> um, so did you know February 4th was National Work Naked Day? So in I honor of not. National Work Naked Day. Oh, God. I <laughs> <laughs> like how you didn't have any reaction. You were just like. Well, I was going to see because I knew you wouldn't get naked. So I was like, she's either got something funny on under the sweater or she's not going to do it. <laughs> There's no way you were about to get no. naked on YouTube. I mean, if it, no, just kidding. Never. All right. Would, um... you, ever have, <laughs> would you ever have a OnlyFans? I honestly, if I could make a living off of it, 100%. You would? would? You? No. Oh, hands down. Really? This, this is very valued, all of this. Nah, if it makes me money and I can work from home, I don't mind it. Oh, I the, have the nothing only against thing that gross, it. The only thing that grosses me out about it is the thought that men would be looking at my stuff. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> like mean, if it was only, <laughs> you it was only women. Living. You could make a living well, off of it. I would need it 100% confirmed that I can make a living off of it before I ever did it. Because once that stuff is out there, it is it's out, out there. there. It's mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Right. I, I'm not. I've, they keep trying to get me to start an OnlyFans to make not sexual content. Like OnlyFans constantly reaches out to me. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not getting on OnlyFans. It's not happening. What would you put out there if it wasn't sexual? They just want me to post normal content and like people pay to watch my stuff and I was like people barely watch it when it's free (laughs) what do you think is gonna happen when I make them pay for it I would subscribe sweetie so would your mother oh so my mother to make sure I wasn't posting anything else (laughs) exactly and joy would subscribe because she just would curious (laughs) she'd be your first subscriber she would uh you and joy could have an OnlyFans together Don't tease me. (laughs) 
I have a big fat lesbian crush on Joy. You do. Uh, You're in love with her. And she knows it too. No, she fully does. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh. We like to joke about it. You, yeah. t- you two are I- dating, but not actually. She is dating Dylan and happily right. with Dylan. I know. And I love Dylan. Dylan's the best. But. <laughs> just kidding. That would be weird. We, at this point, we've been friends for so long and like n- know each other in the friend aspect so deeply that, yeah, that would just be weird for me. I like to joke about it, but yeah, no. it'd be weird. She likes to in joke lo- about it with me, be- like getting with me because she knows how awkward it makes me feel. Because that never, never, ever would that make sense or work. No. Me and Joy. Oh, my God. Never. Mm -mm. That's why it was hilarious to me when people for the longest time thought we were dating. I was like, you don't understand. That would never work. Right, right, right. Never in a thousand years. Anyway, Mm -mm. why don't we talk about the the (laughs) more holidays or was it just that one? Um, no, I did have an actual holiday. Well, I mean, work from home naked or work naked day was an actual holiday, but I had a, I know. a more appropriate one. Um, okay. So January 31st was National Backwards Day. So in honor of that, I'm going to be telling you some jokes that contain the word backwards in them. <laughs> I'm going to cha- I'm going to channel my inner 50 year old New Balance dad. <laughs> I'm so excited. Continue, please. <laughs> All right. What do you call a hundred rabbits walking backwards? A hairdred. I don't know. I was trying to put the word hair <laughs> res- in there. A receding hairline. Um, I knew hair why? had to be in there. Yep. Um, why do scuba divers fall backwards out of the boat? Because they would fall into the boat. If they went forwards. Did I get anyway. it? <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't say it with enough zing. Where was the zest? Oh, I'm sorry. Because if they fell forward, they'd just be in the boat. <laughs> See, there we go. Um, all right, last one. When Mozart died, why could you hear his music playing backwards? I have no idea. He was decomposing. Ha! Anyway, you <laughs> morbid it was good though i feel like it's been long enough right (laughs) i'd hope so what well someone let us know if that was inappropriate anyway (laughs) all right you ready for the news yeah (laughs) all right first story um we is about trisha paytas or as i like to call potatoes i like to call them patricia potatoes patricia potatoes Patricia Paytas. Um, we all know by now that Trisha Paytas got married recently to their fiance Moses. And because I know my mom is listening and has no idea who Patricia Paytas is, um, they <laughs> they are a big name YouTuber who's often engaging in allegedly problematic behavior. And uh, they go by they them pronouns. Yes. Also, they're huge on OnlyFans. I feel like that is their yeah. main source of everything is OnlyFans. You think? I thought it was YouTube. She gets she gets people's eyes and attention from YouTube, but she gets her money from they get their money from OnlyFans. Wow, I didn't know. I mean, I knew that they did OnlyFans, but I didn't know it was bringing that much money. See, now it's making me reconsider. They anyway. are millionaires, like multi billionaires. Like it's they they make a lot of money on it. 
tempting. <laughs> there is a video of them having sex with a ghost that was in their house. Okay. We're going to take a slight break. And I'll be back in... How long is the video? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch it. That is the most Trisha Paytas sentence I've ever heard. I... That's... In- I applaud them for just the creativity. The work ethic and the creativity. I gotta give it to them. That's amazing. Anyway, continue. They just got married to Moses. um, Yeah, they just got married to Moses. They had a huge, luxurious wedding in LA, then another wedding in Hawaii. And now they They are saying they're saying there are potentially two more weddings coming. So they're basically going to one. Me too. Please. Please, for the love of God. My girlfriend would be like. Plus three. No. <laughs> my, my girlfriend would just be like, just take Emily. I don't know who that is. <laughs> so just take him. I can die happy if I go to a Trisha Paytas wedding. Wait, um, pause. But- do, you wear, do you wear suits or dresses to weddings? Oh, God. Legitimately, I haven't been to a wedding in so long. But I think the last wedding I went to, I wore a dress. But I was just talking about this the other day. I think if I were to go to another wedding, I would try and go the suit route. Suit I feel like wa- I'd feel more comfortable. You'll never go back. The suit is the right. way to go. Continue on right. with the story that I keep interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> um. So before holding their third wedding... Trisha and Moses jetted off to the Maldives for their honeymoon, uh, staying yes, in one of the world's. <laughs> they stayed in one of the world's priciest, if not the most expensive, hotel. Um, it was an underwater hotel which runs around fifty thousand dollars a night with a four night minimum stay. It's underground. Yeah. It's underwater. It's sixteen feet underwater. Isn't that crazy? I would feel so uncomfy the whole time. Oh, yeah. Well, and when they were taking like Instagram stories and TikToks, like their their voice was echoing the whole time. And like, I don't it gate. I didn't like it. But like, honestly, if I had fifty thousand dollars, well, I guess two hundred thousand dollars to blow because it's a four night minimum. What? I I would do it. I'd be, I, yeah. I would I, like I would honestly only want to stay for one night, though, to experience it. But I wouldn't want that to be my whole thing. Right. That's what I'm saying. If you have so much money to blow like that, then just pay for the four nights and only stay one night if you don't like it. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> I'm only fans. You could do it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the room came with a private gym, pool, butler, and a private chef. And I just wanted to throw this in as a side note. Even though the room came with a private chef, Patricia Potatoes still ordered buttered noodles for dinner. <laughs> Why is she me? Yeah. Um, oh, Trisha woman. also took the <laughs> she took the world's most expensive flight to get there. Um, now, please take note that I say Trisha and not Trisha and Moses, because there's a huge conspiracy theory floating around that while Trisha lounged in their twenty one thousand dollar seat um, in Emirates first class, Moses, their husband, was actually stuck back in economy. This is a big conspiracy. Uh, this is all allegedly. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. This is uh, all the allegedly. There's no of proof. Course. Right, right, right. Well, there are people. Okay. <laughs> there are people. Well, okay. Explain. If you would, you like, would you like to explain to me what happened? Up to you. 
Okay, because I feel like you <laughs> believe this. And I'm just going to say, here is the quote-unquote proof and why people think this. So Trisha was posting photos in the pod and, you know, showing off first class. Was Moses in any of those photos? No. Not okay. not that I know. I watched a couple, like, tea spill channel videos, and, and I watched a few of their TikToks, and he he leans into the pod at one point to, like, give them a kiss, and they say, oh, Moses is coming to visit. So does that not imply? Oh. Because, right? They said at the beginning one. of the... They said at the beginning of the video, they said, Moses is two seats behind me. He's two seats behind me because we both wanted window seats. But then when he comes up to the pod, they say, Moses is just visiting. And then, and then do you know about the window photo? Yes. So they, okay, go, go, so go. Moses, the only photo he posted from the flight is a picture out the window. And you can see the turbine engine, you know, the wing thingy in the photo and people are saying there's no way that first class would you would be able to see the the turbine engine thingamabob from first class so therefore everyone is assuming he was in like economy or economy plus or business i'm just saying tiktok detectives they are on it they downloaded the airplane seating charts they measured stuff (laughs) Like they had me convinced that he was back in economy while she was maybe you know, getting tucked they into bed. bought their own flights. What does Moses do? I don't know his his uh, income, his source of income. I don't know. I thought he was like just a stay at home husband now, I guess. Not just. I don't know. That is a thing. <laughs> right, 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 right. But like I didn't I didn't think he. I don't know. I don't know I don't... what I don't know what he does. I don't know anything about Moses. Yeah, me neither. Okay. Well, someone, someone tell us. In the so, <laughs> people are speculating that he was in economy while Trisha was in first class because of the photo, mm-hmm. and that he was just visiting when there was a kiss. Yep. Uh, one of the comments under because um, Trisha ended up posting this like around three minute TikTok about their experience in this private Emirates pod, um, and <laughs> she said. Sorry, they said um, that. Oh, what 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 did they say? They were showing videos of like how the seat lays down completely horizontally to like go to bed. They were showing the turn down service. They were showing the mini bar. Um, and so then someone commented on the video and said, "Moses is sitting in economy next to a crying baby while Trisha is getting tucked in and read a bedtime story." <laughs> and then. Uh, she make yep. they make the money so <laughs> there you go right and then someone said trisha is getting served lobster while moses is getting stale peanuts <laughs> i mean it's you gotta funny. do what you gotta do it's funny yeah. to think about so. it. it is well you know maybe i don't know i don't know that's hilarious. but do you know what happened on their honeymoon i did see this part of the story where uh they claim they almost got arrested yeah, but but yeah, okay. Tell tell everyone else. I yeah. mean, did you have more to talk about the first class seating arrangements? No, just that it's a big conspiracy, and I totally believe it. You love conspiracies so much, as long as they're safe conspiracies. Because we're gonna talk a little bit later in the in the show about not like dangerous conspiracies. But I love yes. a good safe conspiracy. Yeah. Oh yes, one that doesn't lead to harm. Uh, right. So, Trisha 
uh, when they got home from their honeymoon was saying on a live, I believe it was, that they almost got arrested because people were tweeting that they were making adult content while they were over there and where they were staying, the laws heavily are like, you cannot make porn adult content. You can't do any of that stuff. So she was saying that the internet, they were saying that the internet was putting them at risk by tweeting that they were doing adult content stuff because, uh, they claim they weren't. Right. So they were like, you, if the government had seen those, we could have been arrested. But the way she was saying it was like saying like the, the, the army was at the door, but they weren't. I will say that is scary to mess with people like that. Like, yeah, do not, don't do that. But the way she was saying it was a very, the way she, dang it. They were saying it. Gosh, darn me. Ah, <laughs> uh, to be were, fair, I saw in their bio that they go by she, her, they, them. I just always try and use the they, them if I see that in someone's profile because I don't know. I, I feel like question. we should. I have a question. Yeah. Maybe oh, you God. can help me. I was watching a video of the Queer Eye guys, and they were talking about uh, should uh, pronouns be required on name tags. And the guys were the majority of the guys were saying it shouldn't be required because we shouldn't force people to have to decide their pronouns. Like oh. they might be hiding their pronouns. They might not be comfortable with it yet. So like forcing it, making it a requirement shouldn't be, should it yeah. be an option if you wanted to put it on your name tag? Sure. But should be forced? No. And then Jonathan went to, yes, it should be forced. I did not like his argument, but he said, I go by they, he, she, and they are tired of being misgendered. I, okay. So in that respect, what am I supposed to say that their gender is? At that point, you would ask for clarification. And once they tell you, stick with what they prefer. Okay. Because I was very yeah. confused. Like, I'm just... I was like, it's all of them. So how? Okay, that, <laughs> I was a gender like that is I want to know, so I don't mess up. But right. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I can't say that I've ever seen that before. Like a going by all. Well, not all, but by three different pronouns. Um. Uh, again, I'm all about you do what makes you comfortable. You use whatever label you prefer, be your authentic self, all of that. Um, but yeah, probably if I were to ever meet JVN in person, I would say I would just like to ask what your pronouns are and what you'd like me to refer to you as um, and then just use that going forward because, yeah, I wouldn't okay. want to mess up either. I hate right. messing up people's pronouns. Well, yeah, because it, I mean, it is something that's like I feel new that's happening. So, and yeah, I feel it's, it's harder for your brain to make the switch. If you had known them by a different pronoun first and then yeah. switching. Um, but obviously you never want to offend them and you always want to get it right and refer to people as they right. prefer to be referred to. So Trisha does go by she as well. Yeah. I saw in their profile okay. bio that it said she slash her, they slash them. Okay. But I'm just, I'm going to go with they, them because I did see a video that they put out like 
maybe a month or two or maybe three. I, I have lost all track of time. But a while ago, basically saying that that they prefer they, them pronouns, but that she, her is fine. But I don't ever want someone to feel fine when I'm talking okay. about them. Okay. So, it's, you know, it's I will I will continue with the they, them. But if I slip up, I won't feel as guilty. Yeah. All right. You got good. it. You're putting in a good effort. All right. Um, <laughs> Because if someone was very, very against it, I'd be like, ah, <laughs> and I wouldn't be able to function. I know. Although I did, I read, I can't remember if I read it or if I like heard it on a podcast, but but someone who is genderqueer and goes by they, them pronouns was talking about the worst thing that an ally can do is when you mess up someone's pronouns is to make a huge deal about it. They want you yeah. to like quietly acknowledge it and move right on but they said if you make such a big deal out of it where you're like oh my god I'm so sorry that was awful I'll never do that again that it makes them feel like they need to apologize to you for inconveniencing you uh, so got it I've always just heard like if you do it by accident you just be like oh so sorry and then just keep moving on like don't don't keep yeah bringing it back up okay okay yeah sounds good all right <laughs> I like learning this is educational hour. Uh, yeah, I like learning. All right. Anyway, Trisha was not actually getting arrested, but don't mess with people like that. Okay. That's all. Yeah. That's all I heard. Yeah. Um, okay. Next is it, piece of news. Is it Emily's rant time? It's Emily's rant time. Emily it's has Emily's a rant. rant. We okay, need like wait. a little intro. First, let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. And then we get five minutes of Emily's rants. Sponsor. <laughs> sponsor. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Emily. Your time starts now. I, I warned Rachel. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's more Joe Rogan updates. Um <laughs> We have some follow-ups. So last week we talked about how Spotify was facing controversy because artists were threatening to pull their music from the platform unless they canceled and pulled Joe Rogan's podcast from the streaming service. Um, this call to action came after years of Joe Rogan spreading dangerous COVID-19 misinformation. And of as of this morning, Spotify had lost $2 billion over this controversy. Um, so their solution to this whole mess, which we talked about last week, was to just simply place a content advisory warning on his episodes where he discusses the pandemic like that was going to actually do anything. Nope. Stupid. Continue. Yeah. Um, so this lack of action made people even more angry. So, of course, they went on a witch hunt and started digging on their own for more reasons to have his podcast pulled. And let me tell you, they did not have to dig hard or far. <laughs> I love the Internet. I also hate it sometimes, yeah. but in this instance, oh, right. I love it. Continue. There we go. Um, so we um, had a few people last week ask us in the comment section 
um, to <laughs> we had a few comments basically saying give him a chance listen to a few episodes you're taking his words out of context he's actually a good guy we you know just we had a lot of comments like that um, so for those folks buckle up <laughs> also in the comments we are down for discussions but if you're just being flat out mean you're yeah that's not a discussion that's disgusting and it will be deleted continue exactly um so these people that went you know digging for stuff about joe rogan i'm just gonna list some of the things that they found i was aware of some of these but not all of them um so it kicked off on saturday an edited compilation of him using the n-word more than 20 times on his podcast was released and when he was called out for this in the past he said and i quote it's not real racism it's a joke yeah Mm -hmm. no no that's it that's where no (laughs) um he once compared a black neighborhood to a planet of the apes movie Um, He had notorious conspiracy theorist Alex Jones on his podcast who has declared things like Sandy Hook, the Sandy Hook shooting was completely fake and staged by crisis actors. And he claimed that chemicals in the water turned people gay. If only our parents had given us bottled water growing up. (laughs) Um, Jokes on him. I didn't drink water growing up. (laughs) Uh, in 2020, he claimed that the forest fires in Oregon were started by left-wing activists. This is Joe Rogan, not Alex Jones, although I'm sure Alex Jones believes that too. In 2013, he, cl- he called a trans MMA fighter a man without a penis, saying, she calls herself a woman, but I tend to disagree. She used to be a man. You're an effing man. Ew. Mm. So cool. he's racist and transphobic. And homophobic and pushing dangerous conspiracy theories. And apparently he supports sexual predators because when comedian Joey Diaz came on his show and bragged about how he used his position of power to coerce women into doing sexual favors for him in exchange for stage time, Joe's only response was to laugh and clap. Uh Uh-huh. He... I'm sorry. (laughs) Why are we supposed to be giving him a chance? Why? Oh, we're just we're taking this out of context, Rachel. So okay, <laughs> I, great. I, I'll give I'll give some of the people in the comments the benefit of the doubt, and maybe they didn't see these episodes. But now you know. Now you know better. You're here now. You know the information now. You know better. Um, last thing I saw was that he has defended the Proud Boys multiple times. And if you don't know who the Proud Boys are, they're an American far-right neo-fascist, an exclusively male organization that promotes and engages in political violence in the United States. Um, and he allowed one of those members of the Proud Boys to come onto his podcast and say things like, Muslim people are all inbred. So now he's xenophobic, homophobic, transphobic, racist, and promoting COVID conspiracy theories. Um, I could literally go on for hours about other stuff, but that, that was, I figured that was a good start. He sounds like a peach. (laughs) Right. Um, I mean, we all make mistakes. I will say, like, you could go into anyone's past and we all have mistakes. We've all done stupid stuff. But if you keep doing it and you don't own up to it and you refuse mm-hmm. to acknowledge it, like he says, it's not real racism. No. Right. If he like, I just, he keeps, he, no, mm-hmm. just no. He, yeah. 
he has showed us time and time again that he is purposefully and maniacally having harmful people on his podcast, not because he actually believes the BS that they're spewing, but simply because he wants the views and the paycheck. I used to I give can't. Trisha Paytas the benefit of the doubt, and now I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Once. No. <laughs> you're, do you're, do yeah. you're in the wrong. You're in the wrong. Right. Just so, yeah. After this witch hunt, um, which I don't even want to call it a witch hunt. After this um, age of enlightenment. Yeah, what'd you say? Google search. <laughs> right, exactly. Simple Google search. Racist Joe Rogan. Done there. Right. Is. Yeah. After this all started blowing up and he just got slammed over and over and over again with all this horrible stuff that he's done. On Friday, Spotify quietly removed over 100 episodes of his podcast, but mostly ones that involved far right commentators or just outright dangerous conspiracy theories, um, which is a start. I'm not going to clap for them, but it's a start. Um, so, yeah, I just... Can I say one last thing and then we can let it go? <laughs> yes, go ahead. You've okay, been talking for you. six minutes, but we're going to let you go for another one. All right, here we go. Fast time. Um, yeah. Aside from using the N-word multiple times and being sexist and racist and just overall problematic, aside from all of that, I saw some comments last week saying, I don't want to live, something along the lines of, I don't want to live in a in a country where we can't have free speech basically implying that it's it's wrong of us to talk about how dangerous joe rogan is because it's it's all free speech um and where you technically and legally have the right to say almost anything you like in this country when you use your freedom of speech to spread false medical information that directly contributes to the spread of a deadly virus um you're wrong and you're dangerous and there has to be consequences and that there is free speech but what you say has consequences. Yep. I, on my main channel, if I cuss a bunch and put a bunch of cuss words in my title, I will get demonetized. I, they're not mm -hmm. suppressing my free speech, but it is a private company that will do what they please because it is a private company and my, my actions have consequences. I can go on the yep. street corner and I will never and would never, I could scream racist slurs and while I could do that, and I'm not going to get arrested if I'm just doing that, I might get punched in the face because that's the consequence of that action. <laughs> so like right. and Spotify and it's, it's, is a private company and the government isn't going to arrest Joe. No one's arresting him for these words, but there are right. consequences and a private company will take away what is going to lose them money because they're a business. Just like right. the government... Uh, never mind continue just yeah people just, don't understand I mean, it, what free speech is yeah it's so far beyond like i i'll just end with this what he is saying and and who he is allowing on his podcast to talk about what they like is literally and i mean this literally directly contributing to people's deaths i will yes. not argue about this it is a fact I am so freaking tired of this pandemic and it being continued because of people like Joe Rogan and who he has on his podcast. If you support him, do some introspecting. And that's all I have to say about that. And I will not be taking any comments at this time. <laughs> I mean, you can comment. 
You can have a discussion, but you cannot be discussed. Because it's free speech. You can comment what you want, but it's our channel. So if we don't like it, we can delete it because that's the consequence of that action. God, that button is so easy to push. (laughs) Gone. Emily has access. Emily's hair is really frizzy today. Gone. (laughs) These girls are annoying. So are you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's end rant. End rant. All Um, right. Do we have any other little news? We got about fifteen to twenty minutes left in this podcast. We've just been chit chatting oh. a lot. Um, we have some just quick news about Ace Family. Catherine McBroom was sued for seven hundred. Oh my god, I can never say big ones. Seven hundred and sixty-three thousand dollars. Wow, I just burped mid sentence. Wow, you just mo- you're allergic to money. It sounds like. Oh just- my god. <laughs> she was sued for seven hundred and sixty-three thousand dollars and lost. Um. Because she started a skincare line back in like 2020, I want to say, and it was not doing well. Um, and she refused to pay the company that manufactured the product for her. Um, whether she refused to pay or couldn't pay, unclear. Um, but now she owes them, uh, yeah, $763,000. So. Wow. They're just, just want to get that out hit there. left and right. <laughs> yeah. Just be good people and don't do mm-hmm. bad things. It's just, yeah. I'm, that's how I try and live. Again, we're all human. We mess up, but not a $763,000 <laughs> kind of mess up. Yeah. All anyway, right. That's it for the news. <laughs> Great. Let's check to see if we have one more sponsor for today. And then we'll move on to the uh, game. Sponsor, sponsor. God. All right. We're back. And we're back. <laughs> What's the what's the game? Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, so little backstory to the game. It was recently brought to my attention via one of the kids that I used to nanny that I'm getting old and out of touch. Um we were texting the other Same. day and I kept using <laughs> I hate it. I kept using the crying laughing emoji um because she, you know, she was like telling me a funny story. Um and then she told me to stop using it because apparently it's no longer cool and not what I think it means. She never clarified. Um, but it got me thinking. <laughs> it's not um, what you think. I know though the swelling eyes one means I'm horny. Oh, with the two hearts for eyes? No, no, it's hold on. Like the the like the hold on. I have to find I have to describe the, like, it. Like just the eyes? Yeah, it's just the eyes. It's hold on. Oh no, no, no like, this oh, I can't show you. It's the one where it's like the big eyes and the sad face and the the eyebrows are going inward. So it's like, it looks like it's like sad kind of. That means I'm horny. Interest. I'm gonna start taking. Hold on. Where's my notebook? Ah, okay. Wait, <laughs> How go to with be the game. cool? Go with the game. Okay. Okay. Just okay. Stop so using this- emojis because they don't mean what they mean. <laughs> Apparently. So this got me thinking that the way Gen Zers use emojis is completely different from the way that millennials use them. So I thought a fun little game today would be to have you guess what Gen Z kids use emojis for. Okay. Are you up for it? Oh, I'm up for it. Um, I did want to let you know that I consulted a panel of Gen Z experts to make sure my info was correct, aka I reached out to Danny and M on Instagram um, and put yeah. them in a group chat. <laughs> And said, please help me. I'm old and irrelevant and don't know what's going on anymore. Wow. Okay. Continue. Yeah. 
So they helped me. So thank you very much to Danny and M for that. Um, okay, so the emoji that is smiling with all the hearts surrounding the face. What do you think Gen Zers use that for? Love. That's what we would use it for. Apparently, it's used 99% sarcastically. Like, for example, if someone were to text you and say, my mom just kicked me out of the house, you would end that text with the, oh, the, the yeah, the they, emoji with the I heart surrounding it. They're the most sarcastic of the generations, which I, I love. I think they're the funniest yeah. generation so far. They oh, are yeah. hilarious. Okay. Yep continue um what do you think people use the the blind person emoji for you know the person walking with the cane. um ignoring red flags oh you got it okay oh. you got, <laughs> you're not irrelevant or on the internet um, like it's my job uh-huh so it is used when you're acting like you didn't see something or like you're going to keep your lips sealed about something yeah um okay and then what do you think they use the single tear crying emoji for? So the cry, like the sad face with the single tear coming down it. Fudge. I don't know. Uh, what would you use it for? When I'm fake pouting. When you're fake pouting. Okay. Um, again, it's used very sarcastically, usually when you don't feel sympathy for someone. For <laughs> example... Oh, so Joe Rogan is going to lose so much money after getting his podcast pulled from Spotify. Single crying emoji. Okay, so they're just sarcastic with every single one. It's just what the opposite of it means. Pretty much. Okay, so now that you know that, what would you think the plain smiling emoji, the one with the mouth open where you can see the teeth, so the plain smiling emoji, what do you think they use that for? When they're really sad. When they're really depressed. So, for example, Bestie, I just got fired. Smiling emoji. <laughs> um, wow. This one, yeah, this one got me. What do you think they use the praying emoji for? The one that's in the purple box that shows someone kneeling and praying. Blowjobs? <laughs> Are you allowed to say that? I don't know. That's why I kind of whispered it. <laughs> you didn't hear that. She said, she said nose job. Um, yeah. um, <laughs> so you <laughs> you use it when someone is so hot that you're praising them. Oh, okay, I see that. Are you taking notes? I mm -hmm. I just remembered. Yeah. All right. This is the last one, and you should be able to get this one. Um, right. What is the fingernail polish emoji used for? Where you can see the tips of the fingers with a nail polish. Wand oh, it's to be sassy. It. Like I ghosted him. Boop. Oh, it's used to imply that you're being particularly queer, like not in a derogatory way. Like, oh, oh like, I, like, a th like, like, got it. Like, a, yeah, we're doing the hand thing. So I feel like being particularly queer and sassy can go hand in hand. I, tell I you knew got that like one. A, I knew that one. Yeah, you got like I a just B forgot. on that one. I got. Okay. <laughs> All right. Listen, I just got back on Twitter. I was off of Twitter for like two months. I just got back on. I got some things to catch up on. Yes, you do. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, all That's right. Fine. I'd say you all got right. what you get, like three out I, of six. I got two. I think two, two, and, a half. two and a half for the all sassy. Right. For the sassy. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, do we have any questions for today? We do. Do we have time for one or two? Because that'll help me decide which one to ask. Two. Okay. Um, Julia on Instagram asked, "If you weren't in your current career, what other job would you be doing?" 
And I don't know if she means like realistically or like dream job. So why don't you give what realistic job you'd be doing and your dream job? Um, well, if like, I don't know where I would be if I never had this job, but if I lost this job tomorrow, I would pick up a job as an editor or a producer of content. Like I'd be a social media manager because I know how to do it. Uh, but also my like kind of dream job ish would be just building furniture. I love that. <laughs> I just want to build Bob furniture. the builder. No, I want to like the builder. <laughs> I just be like a handyman and build furniture. That's all I want to do. That's so lesbian of you. And I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All um, right. So what about cu- you? Currently, currently I'm a virtual assistant. Um, so I work for Rachel and a wedding photographer and a DJ. And I and like, she's a podcaster. All- and I'm a podcaster. Not, I, sh- I should have opened with that. <laughs> um, aspiring YouTuber. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, if I wasn't doing that, my realistic job would be I'd probably go back to nannying because I was a nanny for 11 years. Love nannying. It's my favorite job. Um, yeah, you weirdo. So pro- <laughs> Why is that weird? <laughs> I have kids that aren't yours. You deal with them. That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Um, that was so fun. Job? I get to go and um dream job I 100% we've talked about this before 100% I'd want to be a YouTuber like a full-time YouTuber but if that wasn't an option I'd want to be a travel YouTuber like I was gonna say up to did would you want to be of a travel vlogger yeah oh yeah get paid to go travel around the world and then make videos about it that's my two favorite things besides my dog and carbs is traveling and making videos and so that would are you able to travel right now because you have your dog yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, we traveled a lot when um, I was back in California. We just got dog sitters. Okay. Yeah. All right. You'd be fun to travel with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, just dogs. I, I mean, we, we used to use Joy, and now that we're back in Virginia, I would just like, probably find <gasps> How far away with. are you from New Orleans? Oh, God. Hold on. You entertain them with a song while I look up on Google Maps. I am so beautiful to me. Can't you see? I'm everything you hope for. I'm Uh, everything uh. you dream. What's up? That's beautiful. (laughs) Driving 15 hours. That's a little long. That's a little long. I would just fly. All right. Um, We're going to JoJo's last show in New Orleans. (gasps) oh Oh, you could fly when is it march 12th see (gasps) you there see you there bestie (laughs) i'll I'll be the one in a power in a power lesbian suit love it all right what's the other question last question is um your favorite oh sorry I always like to say who sends in the questions because if you put in the effort, I like to credit you. Um, so Caitlin Crenshaw on Instagram asked what our favorite ridiculous thing the internet has come together for. Oh, oh God. What? Oh, well, I love how everyone hated on couch guy on TikTok. Oh, um, that's, good. that's a good one. The internet just, yeah. all, everyone just came together and they're like, no, <laughs> just no. Um, I don't know. You see all these stories all the time when they're just like, some chick would be like, hey, this dude's cheating Susie in this place. And the whole internet gets together and finds Susie and lets her know her boyfriend's Mm -hmm. cheating. 
Right. I love that. I love those. Do you have do you have one? Mine <laughs> don't laugh at me. Well, mine is the whole um, Storm Area 51 event that happened like a few years back. Do you know what I'm talking about? <gasps> oh, they can't catch us all. They <laughs> Exactly. So it started as a joke because that dude created the like, the, like fake Facebook event um, yeah. where he said that, you know, they're all going to get together as a group in the middle of the desert outside of Area 51 and run as fast as they can at the gate yeah. because they can't stop us all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was funny. And more than more than two million people subscribed and like said that they were going to be there, but then only six thousand showed up. That's a lot of people. Still a lot of people, and then That's of course a lot they didn't of like people. Right? They didn't. They didn't actually storm Area Fifty One because the FBI apparently showed up at the creator's house and was like, "Dude, stop." <laughs> um, well, and so yeah. they just ended up. <laughs> they met in the desert and just listened to music, but it was wholesome. It was cute. Yeah, that should be the next festival. Yeah. Oh, it's not Fire Fest, it's Area 51 Fest. Yeah, just Area 51. Party on. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for today. I'm Rachel's going to go back to bed. No. Actually, my my friend Cowboy's coming over to help me fix a gate. Oh, yay. And look yeah. at... I, I'm sorry I didn't comment on Noop in the background. Little, little Noop. Oh, Noop's been with us this whole time, just sleeping away. Noop's sleepy in his corner. Angel. Sleepy little yeah. angel. Sometimes it's Blaze, sometimes it's Snoop. You never know who's going to be in the corner. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you guys. Emily, I love you. I love you. This was great. And yeah. uh, do you want to take us out? Do you want to say goodbye to everybody? That's a lot of pressure. All right. Make <clears throat> sure you subscribe and listen on whatever platform. <laughs> and uh, tune in on Monday for another episode of All Things Internet. We love you. Bye. Love you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. Have you ever watched a futuristic sci-fi movie and wondered, but wait, could any of this really happen? And will I live long enough to see it? That's what our show Hypothetical is about. I'm Carrie Bechet, and on this podcast, we ask what-if questions about the future. Like, what if we could read minds? What if the world's digital data was erased all at once? What would happen if the Yellowstone supervolcano erupted? Then we explore that question two ways, through speculative science fiction and through dialogue with brilliant scientists. The result is a genre-bending narrative that's interwoven with real facts provided by literal geniuses. And, spoiler alert, a lot of the science fiction out there it's not nearly as far-fetched as you might think. Come time travel with me into the future on Hypothetical. New episodes on Tuesdays available on all your favorite podcast apps. Just search Hypothetical. That's H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L.